services, and organizations that benefit you as a citizen of Forsyth County. Welcome to Empowering You, your host, Brian Anthony. Good afternoon. It's noon here in the triad. This is Empowering You. Thank you again for joining us. I'm your host, General Manager of WSNC 90.5 FM, Brian Anthony. Empowering You is a show where we try to highlight local nonprofits in our city, county, and this region, and the many, many services they provide, the citizens of Forsyth County and the triad. We also focus on the local corporate initiatives that are designed to benefit you as a citizen of the region in which we live, which is a great place. Not only will we feature the nonprofits and the corporate community initiatives, we also hear from our local entities like the health department, the city of Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem Forsyth County Schools, all packed into a one-hour show. Uh, We hope that you make it a point to join us each and every Sunday following money-making conversations at noon. In 2023, we're going to dig deeper into the nonprofit realm and get more into the grassroots level. Uh, we'll have a new host probably in the middle of January towards the end of January. That host we introduced is Alvin Atkinson. I feel like he's going to do a, a knockout job with his history in the nonprofit sector here in the triad for some years through Winston-Salem State and in his own mission as well. Don't forget... Anytime you miss one of these shows, if you happen to miss it, uh, we have it available for you on our website, as is all of our public affairs programming, just by logging on to WSNC Radio and clicking Media on our navigation bar. You can also access our website on our free mobile app that you can download, uh, like I said, for free in your device's app store, whether that's Apple or Play Store. Well, welcome to a new year. It's 2023. Uh, I'm ecstatic to be in it. I'm glad to be alive in it. Um, And as we do every month, we're going to start off this year with the city of Winston-Salem focusing on one of our local entities. Uh, We have a house full, as we always do. Frank does a good job of making sure that the information that's coming through the city, which happens to be a lot, as it should be, because they they are our city government. Um, We're going to talk to three different, well, actually four because we have three different things we're going to talk about this morning. And the first one, I want to take it over to Carver School Road. Yes, very familiar with the area. Uh, We're going to talk to Kelly Bennett, who's the project planner and staff member for the Winston-Salem Forsyth County Public Art. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well. Don't be afraid of the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I know you you got a great personality. We're going to bring that out in you today. But um, we're talking about the mural art wall at Carver School Road Branch Library. Uh, First of all, let's get into what is the City-County Public Art Commission? The Public Art Commission is the group. uh, They're appointed by City Council and the county commissioners. And they're the, they're the group that uh, facilitates public art projects around the city. Mm-hmm. So the city and the county want to spend money on you know, beautifying public facilities. Mm-hmm. And this is the group that finds the artists and gets that artwork out there for all to see. Oh, that's the fun part. Oh, you got the fun job. Um, any recognizable art around the city that people would recognize that comes through this commission? Definitely. Um, 
probably seen the the river otter on Peters Creek Parkway. It's on on the uh, the water tank. Oh, okay, okay. Forty foot five tall river otter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty mm-hmm. uh, pretty recognizable to everybody. Uh, sculpture in front of the Central Library. Um, and then we have the bus shelters. We've been doing artistic bus shelters mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I think we have 20 artistic bus shelters around the city. Okay. Uh, anything else? I mean, uh, I've seen a lot of artwork. I'm just trying to distinguish whether or not it's coming through the commission or it had to to be on city property, I would assume. Uh, most of the time, most of the time it comes through the commission. So mm-hmm. we've been... We've been operating for about six and a half years, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, another big one was the Winston-Salem Portrait Project. Okay. And that has that ended with a sculpture in Winston Square Park, and then there's eight other, uh, what we're calling murals, but they're really mm-hmm. uh, two-dimensional artworks with portraits of uh, people from Winston-Salem mm-hmm. all around the city okay. in, in different neighborhoods. Okay. Um, uh, what's the next next big project you guys are working on? What's coming up in 2023 that we can look forward to? So the next one that we're that we're working on right now with the uh, is the Carver School Road Branch Library mural, okay. Okay. and that's inside the library. We had uh, we had some money from from the county to do a do a library project. Okay, and we went to all the different libraries to see which ones had the best opportunity, and this one had a big big wall in the back mm-hmm. that just had had a few a few paintings hanging on it that mm-hmm. could be moved and uh, so the group thought you could get a really big impact on that space with a mural Ooh, that, that'd right be there. cool that'd be cool so that that'll be seen from inside that'll yeah. be inside the building okay. yes okay uh, artists that have you selected a mural to or a painting or some kind of artwork to no and that's uh, um, what we're hoping to get the word out uh, January 23rd is mm. the deadline to apply okay and it's a budget of $9,500 okay and we're looking for an artist from Forsyth County to you know show us show us the work that they've done in the past mm-hmm. any mural work any you know any painting work generally and then show us show us your idea for the space how you'd envision okay. a mural to be in this in and this you're library. only looking for one artist to, to, to can be an thing. artist team okay okay but we're gonna pick one one artist or team okay to do this oh that is great you know it's interesting um, artists are always just like musicians are always looking for opportunities uh, in the area the fact that you're that you set up here and just mentioned how much the budget was is going to probably have your phone ringing real crazy <laughs> right now. Um, so, um, do you have any an easy to remember place where people can find the application information, or how do they go about applying? So the best the best place to look is cityofws.org/publicart, and that will have all of our opportunities. This is this is just the latest one, mm-hmm. um, but you know we hopefully have. Two or two or three a year that people can apply to, okay. and that'll have that'll have all the directions to apply. Okay, and they can upload their their artwork uh, and or email it in to me. Okay, so today is Sunday. The twenty third is the deadline. They have actually seven days left to apply for this particular project. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. So artists, if you're out there, um, you want to be featured at the um, Carver City. Uh, uh, the Carver School, Carver City, where did I get that from? 
Carver School Road Branch Library with a, a mural painting of some sort, mural artwork. Uh, I'm not going to even repeat the budget. There is a budget for it, but I want you to be able to do it just for the love of art. Other, but there is money attached to it. I'll keep that. <laughs> but thank you again, um, uh, Kelly, for that information. Are, are you excited about it at least? I am excited. Good, I good, think good. this is going to be a great project. Have you, have you, out of the artists and the projects that you've worked on in the past, uh, can you can you estimate for people the talent level that's here in Winston Salem and Forsyth County when it comes to artwork? We have a number of excellent mural artists and we have a number of excellent sculptors and including uh, metal fabricators. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. We have a, a, a long industrial uh, history in the city okay. and there are a number of, number of people who are putting together sculptures in a really creative way that I think if we can, if we can get people, uh, get their artwork shown mm -hmm. around the city, mm -hmm. it, can, it can really, really benefit those artists and, and get them on a, on a bigger stage nationally. I, I love this for the city because I, I've always said that the city is very rich in its arts culture community. Um, just like musicians, uh, just like what we're doing here with jazz. I think the most important part is to get people informed that this is happening because if you don't, then how do they know that this opportunity really exists? And it also brings out an opportunity for them to actually uh, be seen around the city. So, so I applaud you guys for having a commission of this sort and, and really giving them an opportunity to show what they can do here in Winston-Salem. Definitely, and, and thanks for having, having this on the, on the radio. We're, we're always trying to reach new people. We have, we have a number of people who have applied for past projects and then mm -hmm. they receive our current project lists as, as they're announced. Mm -hmm. But we're always, we're always looking for, for new people to apply I'm for. I'm glad this. you were able to make it. That's why we, that's why we have this show because I, I feel that the awareness side of what happens in uh, Forsyth County gets lost because there are not a lot of avenues where you can find out this information and that's why we do empowering you. So thank you for your time. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, interesting conversation. <laughs> I'm still laughing about the $9,500 budget to, to do a mural. I'm going to have to take up an art class like within the next two or three days and see if I can apply. But anyway, thanks to um, Kelly Bennett about the uh, mural wall, art wall. We're going to shift gears now. And Winston-Salem has an interesting dynamic of its demographics. And what I mean by that is uh, there's great diversity in this city. And our guest today, um, let me introduce Javier uh, Correa Vega and also Aldolfo Bresina. I was told by, who was that I was introducing at the jazz concert, uh, John Coltrane, Tito Puentes Jr. I was introducing his guest and her name started with an R. And when I did it, he, I was coming off the stage and he said, oh, you gotta do better than that. And I said, what did I do wrong? He said, you got to learn how to roll that R. <laughs> I said, you're going to have me in the middle of can cancel culture if I do that. <laughs> so, so I always make sure that I do that. Plus, I took Spanish in high school, so I'm, I'm pretty good with it. So welcome to the show, both of you guys. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Uh -huh. We're going to talk about a new position that the city has added, or a couple of positions that the city has added to uh, actually 
attract and go into a very important segment of our city, and that's the Hispanic community and the international community, because I mentioned the city being very diverse. Um, we have a new Winston-Salem language access. Correct, access coordinator. Okay, uh, access. And you're the coordinator. I'm talking to Javier now. Uh, you're the, the coordinator for this particular program, correct? That's correct, yes, okay. sir. And Aldolfo is the program manager. So let me start with you first. Why is it so important to have a program like this, and why, why now? The city council um, uh, established, uh, these two positions were opened by, by the city council, the language as a coordinator. Um, I wish I could tell you exactly why now it is important, but I think uh, the, the, the growth that the Hispanic community has had mm -hmm. in Winston-Salem over the past 30 years has been uh, 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 impressive. Yeah, I mean, from almost nothing, mm -hmm. zero, mm -hmm. to now being almost ab about 12% of the population mm -hmm. here in Forsyth County. Mm -hmm. So the, the, that growth has been has been explosive. I mean, it is already, uh, I mean, it's incredible that I think now we are seeing second generation already, you know, um, Hispanics that were that were born here and are having children mm -hmm. yeah, that, <laughs> right that's, that's interesting that, uh, it? yes it is it is i mean in, in 30 years you will see that mm -hmm. so uh i think it it, it it was due the city recognized um the importance of, the, of this community for for the efforts that the city is is making to be simply a more um inclusive and um in and more modern mm -hmm. uh, as much as as it can right mm -hmm. so i think the, the this effort is important to try to establish, because I don't think the city has a, um, um, a method mm -hmm. to, 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 to reach out to them. Correct. Every department has right. been doing it more or less on its own. Right. And the, the, the uh, Javier, what we, he will try to do eventually, mm -hmm. right, is to try to organize all those, all those efforts mm -hmm. that every department has been individually taking mm -hmm. to try to serve better the Hispanic population. So he's gonna be the expert when it comes to the Hispanic community for each department in the city, so to speak, in um, terms of if yes. they needed information. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I think eventually the idea is that there is a unified vision mm -hmm. of how to approach um, the, the, the Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. I think that's eventually what Javier will, will, will end up doing. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to be a specialist in each department, mm -hmm. but at least we will have one single mm -hmm. uh, vision, mm -hmm. one single policy, or one single approach mm -hmm. to serving the Hispanic community instead of the fragmented way that it has happening so far. And I can see the passion on your face when you talk about this. You in this role as program manager, uh, why did you feel it was important for you now at this particular time to head up this project or to be even interested in heading up this type of project? Well, I, I have been working for the city for 11 years now, okay, okay. right? And um, and so I this is kind of a promotion for me, for me in a way, and my position already started as a, as a I'm a fair housing investigator slash Spanish outreach coordinator. So okay. that's how how it started. Okay. Since the get go, when I was first hired, that was a little bit of the idea. Even though there were there are many other Hispanics that work for the city, right? Absolutely. But I think that has been lacking. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, each department will try to do its effort mm -hmm. to try to serve and, and, and reach this, 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 this population. 
But that, that has been lacking, I think, a unified front yes. Yes. as to how to do it. Yes. And hopefully we will bridge that and we'll, be, we'll become much, much more unified in that sense now that Javier is here. Yes. And yes. we'll try to do a very uh, – the difference with Javier is that there will be a very intentional effort mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to reach them. Because mm-hmm. now, before, Hispanics would come to the city mm-hmm. and we would try to serve them. Mm-hmm. But now it's different. We are going to make the effort – to go where they are, right, right, right. and Javier is going I to possibilitate that. that. That's going to be the main difference, in, <laughs> in my it. mind at least. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love your passion for this. Um, you're absolutely correct. I moved here 16 years ago, and, and I noticed, and, and you know, I've been, in, I've been fortunate enough to travel uh, around the country uh, in, in media communications, and I lived in Houston before. I went to school in Houston. So I'm very familiar. Uh, I'm very familiar with the Hispanic population. Um, it's it's always interesting to me when a person like yourself understands the importance of unification and have re- having representation within the city because, like you said, it's 12% of our population. So there are things that people in various departments, we talk about uh, with the Winston-Salem Forsyth County School and, and this project that they're working on with... Uh, uh, code of conduct and the differences in cultures that people just don't understand you know what your needs may be and you have people for years I guess historically making decisions based on what they think as opposed to having somebody important that really knows what's going on in that particular segment of our community yeah those efforts are always very well intentioned mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, but it helps that that um, that the that that the uh, I don't know the effort or, or, or the policies are coming from someone absolutely that that absolutely. Uh, has right absolutely that that makes a difference yeah, in in, in in everything government does and I think that's that's something that's a recognition that the city has had and that's why the position was 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 open and, and finally mm-hmm. um, to give us that that recognition that it is important to 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 reach out to to the Hispanic population and try to find the best possible ways to serve them. Absolutely. I think that's the idea. Absolutely. All right, let's shift our, t- our time to uh, Javier Correa. Cor- Correa Vega, yes, Vega. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> see, see. All right, let's, let's, um, let's talk about the language access. Uh, what is your role as a language access coordinator? As a language access coordinator, I'm the liaison mm-hmm. between the city, mm-hmm. government, mm-hmm. and the citizens. Okay. So basically, I will be their voice in another language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, to my understanding, language access covers two different segments of international, Hispanic and then non-Hispanic speakers. That's correct. Um, could you go more into that, about that, that particular uh, layout of this project, or of, of your role, I should say? I'll be working with the Hispanic community, mm-hmm. strictly with the Hispanic community, mm-hmm. they are international community we have a person that will be providing the same services i'm providing mm-hmm. but to other languages like Karen, uh french mm-hmm. portuguese mm-hmm. sign language mm-hmm. so basically when the city needs those services i'm there for them oh okay oh that's cool um talk about some of the needs of the international community here in winston-salem they need more education mm-hmm. we have to educate the people that we have services they don't have to be afraid to come to our offices they don't have to be afraid to come to the city services mm-hmm. because we are here to help them 
Okay. We are not here to punish or hurt nobody. We're here to help them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some of your plans as you move forward trying to, in this new role, move this, 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 this uh, thought process forward in the city and in the community as well? Well, right now we are working in, uh, in a program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to identify how many people at the city speak all the language that span uh, that English, mm-hmm. like bilingual people in Spanish or Portuguese mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. sign language, mm-hmm. identify them for them to provide services to the citizens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second project I'm working on, we are working on a probably a car mm-hmm. that will be going around to these different neighborhoods, okay. providing internet access. Oh, okay, internet that's, access. Yeah, wow. that's uh, wow. that's one of the project and you will see more in the future another project that will be seeing some uh if go through the through the process mm-hmm. uh some street signs mm-hmm. uh in spanish around the city oh really that, that'll be cool that'll be cool um a- as you take on this role with it being new and probably a lot of the hispanic community or the international community not used to having access to the city like this what's your message to them my message for them is we are here for them. Mm-hmm. We are here to help the whole entire city, the international and Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. We are here to provide the service. Mm-hmm. We want for them to feel like they are at home. Okay. We want for them to feel that we are brothers and sisters. We are here to help everybody out. Okay. Okay. Um, in your job, in your particular role, um, what type of difference do you think you'll be able to make uh, with the international community once they start understanding that you're available to them? What's your intention and what do you feel your impact will be in this role? Well, my impact will be that they will be served in the same way they serve everybody here in the community. Mm -hmm. They can come to us, Mm -hmm. not afraid Mm -hmm. of nothing. Mm -hmm. So for me, me I want for them to see us like a help, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not like a government. Mm-hmm. We are here for them to help them out, like mm-hmm. I always said. Yeah. The same impact we did, based on my experience, we did back 18 years ago here in the city. We're going to f- move those here to the to the citizens mm-hmm. of Forsyth County. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, Aldolfo is the man, but you're going to be the man, man. Because <laughs> everybody's going to want to have a piece of you. Everybody's going to want to talk to you. Um, that takes a huge commitment, and that's a lot on your shoulders to take on for a whole community. Are you looking forward to it in 2023? I know it's people look for motivation to get into a new year, to get into a new project. This is this is that for you, I'm sure. Yes, sir. You uh, see my experience. I came from the school system after 18 years doing the same, most of the same job, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, working in a diversity inclusive schools mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm was to have the opportunity to work at Carver High School for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I created the first classroom on wheels for the state of North Carolina. Okay. That okay. was he created That's here major. Forsyth County Schools. And still running around. Okay. Uh, we I can take the low we can do the same thing here at the city. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's just you need to have the passion to do it. Yeah. You need to have the heart and the passion to do that so people can feel they've been helped. Okay. You mentioned about um, potentially getting an automobile to 
circulate through the community to be able to provide internet access. What do you see as your role in getting into the community more uh, to make yourself a little bit more visible, to make yourself more accessible? That's correct. Uh, I'm using uh, one of my ideas that I did about eight years ago, like I, like I said before. Mm -hmm. I was the creator of the first classroom on wheels mm -hmm. with internet access in the mm -hmm. state of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, we was visiting every single community when the pandemic hit with Wi-Fi access, right, with right, internet. Right, right. Uh, we're trying to do that with people that don't have the service. Mm -hmm. They can connect to our car mm -hmm. and they can search for jobs. They can search for uh, help. They can right. search for right. access to right. everything right. Right. using those cars. Okay. That car would be rolling around. Okay. Access again. How, how would somebody that would be interested in connecting with the city uh, from the international community, how do they get in contact with you? They can contact us. Our phone number is 336-734-1225 or 734-1227. Okay. And on the Internet, how do they get in contact? Uh, they can be at www.cityofws.org. Okay. If they have any question in Spanish, mm -hmm. they can, or any other language, they can contact us at the phone number that Adolfo provided a few seconds ago, and we are there to help them around and f guide them through mm -hmm. the process. I, I love this. And, you um, know, I talked about the diversion of the city, which is why I love being here. Um, I, I don't foresee uh, not making this my home for the future. I've been here for 16 years. I'm pretty complacent here. I'm pretty happy with the environment here. This is just another example of, of the di diversity here in the city. Uh, we talk about the, the cultural arts community, but this part of the community is what makes it stand out the most for me. So I appreciate both of you guys. Yes. Go ahead. I was just going to make a, a, an annotation here. Mm -hmm. This effort is going to be beyond our offices. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. The idea is that both uh, Javier and the other, uh, the, 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 the one that's going to reach the international community mm -hmm. to actually sit with them in the, um, in the, in, in the case of the, his, of, of the international community, he has a whole program to create ambassadors, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. he is going to meet with these international groups if they are um, already uh, have are unified somehow or organized somehow. Mm -hmm. He's going to get in touch with them and try to pick one individual mm -hmm. that will represent them. They're supposed to have meetings. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a whole, this is a whole program that's just starting, yeah. correct. Yeah. And the idea is to create precisely that relationship as direct as possible mm -hmm. with a city representative. Mm -hmm. And that is what both Javier and Mr. Robert Thompson are going to be doing, okay. which is to create those those almost really personal mm -hmm. uh, relationships mm -hmm. with the, uh, with the because it, it is, I think, important in every community. But sometimes in the, when you are a foreigner, probably that's even more important, yes. right? When you are in a place that you really don't know, yes. to have that personal connection with a city representative, we believe is important. Right. So that's part of what they're also going to be doing, working. This is boots on the ground kind of, grass roots, what do you call Grace it? Grassroots, thank you. <laughs> effort. That's exactly what I meant. It was a test. 
And you passed it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got on toes. I, I, trust me, I got you. I got you. So anyway, that is the effort that they're going to be doing, mm-hmm. building that relationship mm-hmm. with these communities. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this part of the, the, the effort that, that they're going to be doing. And what Javier mentioned is a way mm-hmm. to try to get to them. Mm-hmm. That, that uh, uh, prov- to provide internet service, I think, is a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, this is, this is just going to be a... It just opens the, the door. The introduction, yeah, right? It just it's just opens the opening door. the door. Yeah, absolutely. To have to, to 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 get them and to and to get to know them uh, yeah, the absolutely. way we we think we should. Yeah, that this just shows you. I'm in tune. That's why we do this show to make sure that people are aware. Right. Uh, and that's yes. the whole purpose of that. And also, uh, we are working on schedule. We start meeting in the communities. Mm-hmm. We going out to the communities. We're going to be going in every ward. Okay. We're going everywhere okay. to meet to the community, to let them know we are here for you. Okay. So that's going to be the next step in our process okay. in this position. Okay. So that's very good. Thank you again. The new Winston-Salem Language Access uh, Coordinator, one of the coordinators, Javier Correa, Correa Vega. I got it right that time. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, and then Adolfo Bres. Bresina. Bresino. Oh, it's an oh, Bresino. I know better than that because the A is for the female and the O is for the guy, correct? It doesn't matter in the last, in the last name. In the last name? No, it doesn't matter. You can tell no. I went to school. For <laughs> yeah, it's Bresino. Bresino. Yes. Okay. Bresino. I had to get the R out. You got to let me. Bre- there you go. You, I, I got yeah, it. That sounds okay, good. Good. Thank you for this information. I think it's going to be monumental. Uh, again, anytime in the future where you guys need access to this to this radio station, uh, we do. Like I said, we do Latino USA on Saturday mornings. Uh, Edgar Martinez does a great job of. Uh, uh, Latin Jazz Fusion right after that show. So we know we, we're kind of tapped into the Hispanic community a little bit, <laughs> but I want that to grow. I want that to grow because, you know, this is the lightning rod for information getting into the community, and you guys are a big part of the community, so I want, I want to make sure that happens. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you Thank very you much. Very, mm-hmm. very vital information uh, for the Hispanic and international community. Thank you once again. Uh, to Javier and to Adolfo for coming on because I think that's the main reason why we do Empowering You is to get information out like that because typically people wouldn't know that that particular language access uh, program is even available through the city. So uh, thankful to them for being available. Now, last but not least, there's, how do, how do I position? There, across the country, um, in most inner cities, I'll take Chicago for instance. Uh, Chicago, St. Louis, in the Midwest where I'm from, um, housing complexes. Um, there's been a lot of conversation about housing projects, whether or not they're benefit of benefit to a community. Blase, blase, blase. And over the year, over the last four or five years, uh, some of these ho- housing projects in the cities that I mentioned, not necessarily here. But some of the bigger inner cities are being reorganized, torn down, and reestablished in different ways. Uh, today, on on empowering you, uh, I'd like to welcome Samuel Hunter, who's the Choice Neighborhood Initiative Project Manager, and we're going to talk about the Choice Neighborhood Initiative Project to replace Cleveland Avenue homes. Interesting conversation. Um, I pass by there every day. Uh, I, I, I originally went to Greater Cleveland, which has history on that in that neck of the woods as well. So 
What is the Choice Neighborhood Project? Let's start with that. Yeah, Brian. First, um, thank you for having me and allowing me to use this platform to um, advocate for affordable housing and, you know, really just inform the community about what Choice Neighborhood is. Mm -hmm. uh, Choice Neighborhood is a program from the Housing and Urban Development Department, a.k.a. HUD, mm -hmm. um, the federal government, and they allocate um, a, signif a significant amount of funds every year to a select number of cities. Okay. There's an application process, and the city of Winston-Salem received the award in 2019. Okay. Um, so what we're doing over at Cleveland Avenue Homes right now is we are replacing 200 over 200 units specifically at Cleveland Avenue Homes, mm -hmm. and we're building some new units um, at the former Brown School Elementary. Mm -hmm. um, if you drive past there, you can see construction going on right now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a big deal. We're replacing those units. And the, the special thing about choice neighborhood and what makes it a choice is, you know, a lot of times in, in previous housing projects, um, families were displaced. They didn't have the home to come back to. Right. In this in this program, families have the first choice to come back to their neighborhood. Okay. So, you know, they they're able to to leave uh, while the construction's going on mm -hmm. and there's some vouchers available for them and then they have they have first dibs coming back to their neighborhood and having access to that quality housing. Mm -hmm. What is the overall goal? Uh, of the of the project, really, the over, there's there's multiple goals, mm -hmm. but the overall goal is to provide quality access of affordable housing to the community, mm -hmm. making sure that families have homes and not just any type of homes, mm -hmm. but quality homes where they can raise their family so they can be involved in the community and just have, you know, have better access to the things that they may have lacked mm -hmm. um, in previous years. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because my next question is going to be um, research to get to this point. Um, obviously, in the past, uh, affordable housing uh, homes, I don't like calling them projects, uh, affordable housing homes in the past have been, I don't even know how to put this, have been a, a breeding ground for crime. Let's just be honest about it. Um, what what are we doing different in the remodeling of these particular units uh, and, and restructuring of this community uh, to help eliminate that from, from, from affordable housing, period? Yeah, good point. So, you know, first, first thing is making sure that the community can use their voice mm -hmm. and, and let us know what they want in their community. Mm -hmm. um, in previous in previous years, um, it may have been where we just implement new things without really getting too much community engagement. Right. But making sure that the community has a voice and letting you know us know and our partners know what they want in their community, mm -hmm. you know, and, and what their concerns are in their community. Mm -hmm. Safety is always a, a major concern, and a lot of um, you know, affordable housing uh, mm -hmm. areas. And so just making sure that there's a police presence uh, and making sure that the residents of the community can can hold themselves accountable, mm -hmm. uh, making sure, you know, it takes a, va a village to raise, you know, children. Mm -hmm. So making sure that everyone's held accountable, making sure that there's an increased police presence mm -hmm. and just making sure that, you know, the financial investment is there because if that's there, people will take pride in their community as well. They, Absolutely. You know, 
I, I think the respect level, I think the fact that you're remodeling, uh, hopefully some upgrades in the process. Um, uh, I can't imagine somebody getting new digs and going into them and not having the respect for that and, and, and not really liking where they are. Uh, I think that's usually the bigger part of the problem. In the past, some of these um, housing um, situations have been like small boxes with eight people in, in one situation. So hopefully, um, w what is the process for people that are already in uh, these facilities? Do they have to reapply for these or is this just something that's automatic for them? Yep. So if you're already residing in the community, mm -hmm. uh, as mentioned, you have first dibs on the new housing. Okay. You'll need to reach out um, to the housing authority mm -hmm. or you can reach out to myself mm -hmm. or you can reach out to our other partner, Urban Strategies Incorporated. Urban Strategies is located in the heart mm -hmm. of Cleveland Avenue Homes and they have a staff on site Monday through Friday, okay. um, eight to five. So you can reach out to them and you can go to the community center and get up with them um, and they can they can walk you through that relocation mm -hmm. process and, and let you know how you can come back to the community. Okay, uh, what makes this project different from other housing, affordable housing um, opportunities? Yeah. As mentioned before, um, the people that reside in the community now have first dibs mm -hmm. on the new housing. Mm -hmm. You know, as mentioned, previous previous years, uh, people were displaced. You know, mm -hmm. they had to find new housing, and they weren't allowed to come back to their community. Mm -hmm. um, this time, what makes a difference is they they have the first choice to come back to their community. Mm -hmm. It's going to be quality, sustainable housing. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to open a number of doors um, for people as well. And also, we're making sure that there's job opportunities for the community. Okay. Uh, okay. Residents can help do construction. Mm -hmm. We offer trainings. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have working with Foresight Tech, working with some other training corporations where people can gain these skills mm -hmm. um, to really give back to their community. You know, I, I grew up in a, in a community um, um, that's 99% in poverty, well, not 99%, not anymore, 85% probably poverty, East St. Louis, Illinois, which is right across the Mississippi River from St. Louis, which is the arch, all these magnificent uh, high-rise buildings, but you look across to a very poor community right across the river, and you see all this decay and stuff going on. There's a lot of building going on downtown through Innovation Quarter, through a lot of different uh, revitalizing downtown for Winston-Salem. Uh, and then you look across the highway and you've got a similar, not as bad, but a similar situation. Uh, how is this project going to help eliminate that from being a problem? Yeah, again, just making sure that there's opportunities uh, mm -hmm. for people in the community, mm -hmm. uh, making sure that they have the training, uh, making sure that there's the financial investment in the community, and really just making sure that there's access to downtown. Mm -hmm. um, you know, making sure that the greenway extends to the community, so if people don't have access to vehicles, mm -hmm. they can walk downtown. They can, you know, they can explore the area uh, around them. Um, really just making sure that everything is accessible, mm -hmm. you know, and during this process, uh, we're trying to be as transparent as possible okay. as well. You know, a lot of people have a lot of questions mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that we can just give them accurate information and just make sure that, you know, all their questions and concerns are addressed. Okay. An obvious question, why now and not later? Uh, my, my response to that without you even answering is it's been done a long time ago. 
Yep, that's exactly right. Um, you know, but now because it, time is right mm-hmm. and it's 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 needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's no secret that there has been a lack of quality housing mm-hmm. um, in that area, mm-hmm. and just making sure that you know the the city is committed to do, to doing something for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone in the city is committed to making sure that there is quality, affordable housing and, you know, and not doing it later. You know, mm-hmm. let's, you know, everyone talks about diversity, equity and inclusion. Well, let's be about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what the city's about. We're, we're, we're about providing that service and providing affordable, quality, affordable housing to the community mm-hmm. and not pushing it off. You know, it's time to address it right now. And that's what we're doing. Is, is this template a uh, have a possibility of uh, being able to be transferred to other uh, uh, affordable housing units here in the city? Yeah, um, there's definitely an opportunity for some some new um, similar projects to the Choice Neighborhood Project Mm -hmm. um, in the city. You know, there's other federal programs um, that HUD offers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the success of this one, Hopefully there'll be some more projects coming to Winston-Salem, Forsyth County, okay. um, so we can make sure that it happens. Uh, your role in Choice Neighborhood Project. Let's talk about your background. What's your background include? Yeah, so uh, born and raised in the Triad, mm-hmm. you know. So working for the city, it means a lot that I can, you know, really give back. You mm-hmm. know, um, High Point, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, they really raised me. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. I, I'm really here now, giving back to the people that have given me access to, to a wonderful life. Okay. Um, but specifically in my role as a project manager, just leading neighborhood re- revitalization, mm-hmm. um, community outreach, mm-hmm. um, assisting you know with all our partners um, in regards to financial services, mm-hmm. um, and you know, advertising or, or publicizing what we're doing mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is really what I'm doing. Well, you know, I, I, this is not important, and I don't want you to mention it, but I asked you off, offline, you know, how old you were because you're a young man. Um, and it's very, 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 take it from somebody who's been around uh, a lot of different major cities. Uh, it's, it's very, very refreshing to see a young man like yourself, uh, very well-versed, obviously um, very educated in what your role is, um, to come back to a city that you can have, you can take your skill set anywhere in the country, but to come back to your hometown and to take on a task like this for a young man is huge, is huge. So my hat's off to you. Um, I, I can anticipate or maybe speculate that you have some challenges uh, because of your youth. Um, but your knowledge of what you're doing far overrides that, and, and it should put people's concern to, to rest. Have you been approached by that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, being young and, if we're being transparent, being black, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my grandfather has always preached to me just coming correct, mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, I'm confident in my ability and mm-hmm. understand you know, I know what I can do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's a challenge, but I'm always up for any challenge. Man, that I, I love hearing that. And, and 
like I said, hats off to your grandfather, hats off to your parents and the people that helped um, be a part of your village because I, you're very impressive. Very impressive. I appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, what what college did you go? Did you go to college? Yeah, I'm a proud pirate, uh, East Carolina okay, University. Okay, okay. Um, finishing up my master's in public administration at UNCG okay. um, this semester, so I graduate in the spring. Oh, that's good. That's good. What what took you? Now I've gotten off the subject, <laughs> here, but what took you into this line of work? What 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 motivates you? What's your passion? Really, just. The community is my passion, man. You know, growing up, mm-hmm. playing ball at the rec centers, mm-hmm. going to city-sponsored summer camps, mm-hmm. and really just, you know, always outside doing stuff. You know, when I look back, you know, uh, it's just like everything's just aligns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a man of faith, and I know that uh, God always has it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so you, so then you know it's not so crazy. Yeah. If it, 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 it's crazy to us, but it makes so much sense to him yep. because that's a part of your your life's path. So uh, Samuel Hunter is who we're talking to, the project manager for Choice Neighborhood Initiative, uh, talking about uh, the project to replace Cleveland uh, Avenue homes. Anything else you want to add before we close out? Um, you know, if anyone has any questions, feel free to call the city. You can call 311 and ask for Samuel Hunter and Community Development. I will gladly speak to you at any time um, during business hours. And then you can also um, go to www.winstonsalemchoice.com. Again, that's www.winstonsalemchoice.com. I got news for you. I know you're young. But you said during business hours, the more your face gets planted (laughs) over there and the project becomes successful, those business hours become 24 hours a day, my friend. That's right. Yeah. And I know you're I know as much as you can find balance in your life uh, when when need be, you'll make yourself accessible. But uh, very impressive. Uh, Glad to have you on the show. Uh, Good luck to you in this project. Uh, I think it's very well needed. Uh, Interesting to be able to meet you first show in the year talk about progress here in the the city of Winston-Salem. So congratulations. Appreciate it, Brian. Yeah.